Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I was a bouncing in and laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. Well, I can't recall a time when I ever had so much fun. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 75 of the Always Race Day podcast. Damon, milestone episode. You ready, buddy? 75, let's go. I'm excited for it. I got an ice cold bush light right here. Uh, at least 10 minutes ago, I brought it out of the fridge. Now it's less than ice cold, but you know how we do it here. Uh, college football just opened up. Cyhawk week. Um, let me tell you what. I I would say if five people that listen to our podcast go and buy a new car from the Carlotto Group this week, I guarantee Iowa State beats Iowa. That's big. That's bold. Yeah, it's the only ad read that popped into my head all day today. I oh, see, I, I was going to say you could get a group of people to go buy a new truck from Carl's and take it to Iowa City. Oh, I like that. If that happens, I'll go I'll go sleep in the truck Friday night. See, and there you go. It's all done. Saturday, same Saturday night if they win, same thing. I'll, I'll celebrate with you guys. Uh, we'll figure it out. Let us know if you're doing that. If anyone actually does that, I will I will go up and spend the weekend with them. I like that idea. No, I don't know how much of a prize that is. <laughs> well, <clears throat> you may or may not get asked to leave, but it's fine. It's worth a start. <laughs> uh, first off, apologies to everyone that we've been kind of off a little bit. I've been busy as hell uh getting ready for football season stuff but uh into more of a rhythm now um back from family reunion labor day stuff today uh to talk some racing talk some racing what happened uh over the weekend and all that and i'm super excited about it there's a lot of things to start with damon uh i I like starting with your weekend though i want to know how your weekend was first yeah, it was uh, uh actually it was a really really good weekend. Um came home, went to the Iowa State game with the family on uh, on Saturday. So that was great and then went to uh the Loverboy Sticks and Ario Speedwagon concert at Wells Fargo Arena last night and that was fantastic. And um then watched the the greatest race of all time today yeah i saw there was a, a ton of people at that concert what was you talking about the arca race at the coin no i'm uh, no i'm talking about the greatest uh the greatest race ever is the u.s nationals in in indianapolis ron caps got it done he did as did your boy antron did he win too yeah, it was a big weekend for you. Fuck yes. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll give that greatest race of all time. 
I mean, it, it is the greatest race. It's better than Daytona. It's better than it's better than any of them. You're taking you're taking the Indianapolis U.S. Nationals over the uh, Knoxville Nationals. Yep. Just because it says United States on it. Nope. Oh, the, what's the U.S. Because John U.S. John Force hasn't won the. Uh, no, it is U.S. It means United States. However, John Force hasn't won the Knoxville Nationals five times, so don't, he hasn't tried. Kind of stupid. It's like Lewis Hamilton. They're almost at the same level there. I don't think they are, though. <laughs> I don't think yeah. so. Because I don't think Lewis will be racing um, into his 70s or 60s. You're, you're, probably, yeah, you're probably right. He's, uh, he contemplated retiring because they made him run a green-white checkered, and he lost. See? That's what I'm saying. There's... Uh, I'm I'm really sick and uh, tired of just people. Why don't you like F1? It's every week. I didn't even watch the race yesterday. There's controversy, and uh, AlphaTauri put up a press release uh, discouraging fans uh, from being conspiracy theorists and being stupid. Can you imagine if Nebraska football put up a press release that said, "Hey, stop making fun of Scott Frost." That's not nice. And he's a coach. Because that's what their press release said today. That's basically what it said. It was the dumbest thing I've read in my life. That's pretty impressive because you've read some pretty dumb things. I know. I read Facebook comments like three times a week. And it's, yeah. Oh. I'm getting too fired up already. I'm already pissed. At the, I've been playing the NHRA video game on the PS5. Dude, there's no rhyme or reason to why you suck at different times. I got the best tires. I've, I upgrade them before every race, and all of a sudden, I have no grip. Well, you do have to realize here, tracks change, Connor, and you're supposed to make tuning adjustments. Yeah, tuning adjustments, my ass. No one, no one's told me how to make tuning adjustments. I don't look at tuning. I got the nicest car in the dang field. And all, so, of sudden, all of a sudden, it, it drives like a skateboard going down a water park. Now you're starting to sound like Austin Dillon. I should be given everything. I, I, Austin Dillon gets a <laughs> stupid, stupid shake on everything. Uh, I, I don't know why. Maybe he's not that good of a racer. I, he ripped it in Xfinity and trucks, and everyone else who has has pretty much exceeded in the Cup Series. Um as guys like that. I, I always liked Dylan brothers. It has been a bad week for them though. Did you, did you hear on the teardown? They, they knocked both of them in like one sentence. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you going after him for? Like shit. I'm just, you're starting to sound like you should be given everything on a silver platter. Well, like, I'm in my fourth damn season. Stuff. I'm not making any money any week. Stuff. I have the best stuff. I think I should automatically win. Well, guess what, Connor? Sometimes, I just, sometimes it's like I told you, you got to live the American dream sometimes and you got to work hard. I just finished second in single A advanced, whatever the pro mod division is in the NHRA video game. Uh, and this season, I'm definitely going to win the championship and I'm not making any money doing it. And I win the race, the last race of the night, and then my engine blows up all of a sudden. Like what sounds the hell? Like you're, sounds like you're doing maintenance pretty bad. 
dude, I'm like swapping stuff. I'm I'm like trying to swap everything I can and I'm losing well, that's money. Why, that's why you're losing money. If I don't do that, if I don't, don't replace the engine, if seriously, damn it, I've I've gotten it down to a science. If I don't replace the engine going into the final race, which costs twenty two thousand dollars with the nicest engine in the game, if I don't replace the engine, the, the winner's check is twenty five grand. And if I don't replace the engine going into the last race, it blows up. And I I signed a sponsor contract that said wreck less than ten times this year. Have you tried repairing it? Yeah, I, I've repaired it twice before. Same issue happens. Yes, you still you repair it after every round. I, I understand that. I'm saying one round after the semis, it had like a red bar. So I repaired it. It said you can repair it more. I repaired it more. Still blew the engine after the damn race, after I won that race weekend. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm like the winningest damn pro mod driver ever in the NHRA uh, video games. Well, well, I don't think so. I guess pro mod. I haven't got there yet. We just finished up the, uh, we just finished up the R and D on, on the oh, pro yeah, mod. You, you so want to understand what it's, it's like. Sitting the, it's sitting in the barn, you know, you it's sitting in the barn. Ready to go. We're, we're out here. It's like up here in, in the pro mod division. Well, I understand. You know, I, I, uh, I know what it's like to climb the ladder. We're just doing this methodically. We're trying to work our driver up to the, to the pro mod. You know, he's not lost a race in six races, but that's fine. Oh, six. That's cute. Okay. This season hmm. plus, plus the five that he ended, uh, the first season on. Well, you can't. All right, I'm sorry. I, Iowa fans told me I can't go back to last season and bring up that Spencer Spencer Petrus has eight interceptions and one touchdown in his last seven games. They said last I thought, season. I thought he did season. all that on Saturday. No, <laughs> no, actually, it was it was all the way back to middle of the year last year. Hmm. Hmm. It's just been a consistent decline. Interesting. <laughs> this show, this show, or him? Both. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before we before we get into uh, this weekend, I do want to say my dad watched the Austin Dillon Ty Dillon uh, reality TV show. It's just Austin Dillon's show. Is it just Austin? Yeah. Okay. He called me and he goes, "Have you watched the Dillon show? Have you watched it yet?" He goes, "Dude, those guys are a hoot. They're so funny." I'm not gonna lie, like they are. I haven't, I haven't seen either of them. I watched the intro to the their Drive to Survive USA show or whatever. Yeah, and I, I like the intro of it. So hopefully that I don't know. I, I think also like the the casual fans I've talked to that have been F1 fans because of the Netflix show are already brainwashed. So, well, that's the problem. Uh, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, I'm just saying that it is there. The Austin Dillon show is pretty. I mean, it's. Have you it's watched it? Like, yeah, I've watched it. Oh, well, then give your review of it. I like. I, I was just gonna say it's not must-watch television every single night that it's on. But if you're a racing fan and there's nothing else on TV, it's not bad to watch. It's, it's a decent show. All right, that's a big suck it to everyone uh, who hates Austin Dillon. I mean, I would give it, I would give it like a 5.5 out of 10. Cause it's kind of, it's kind of good, but it's kind of shitty. Cause you can tell some of it's staged, but some of it's not. 
Sounds exactly like this podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot of this podcast is staged. Yeah. Uh, mm. You're absolutely correct. It is. I, we don't even watch racing on the weekends. Connor, I just come down here prepared to rant about F1 for 10 minutes. And then uh, I read a couple tweets uh, and then we talk NASCAR and then we talk dirt. Well, we know you, you, we know you skip the greatest sport of all time. Anyway, it's fine. IndyCar, IndyCar, God, my bad. Well, you just keep skipping the best stuff. Hey, my my buddy Antron knows exactly what it I'm draws. It, it it is the fastest sport out there, but Connor seems to forget it every every single week that there's a race. Hey, dra- man, drag racing fans are like are like hockey fans, and and I love them for that. Uh, it just sucks that it's every week. It's like, Hey, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And it's like, yeah, I will. I will. And today I watched a little bit of it. It was tough to find. I had to watch it. on. Fine. It was on Fox. Yeah. It's at the pool. Well, don't blame it. Don't blame you being at the pool for tough to find. Is it always on like Monday of labor day? The U S nationals is. Yeah. I like that. All right. Yes, every every every. You know Monday. how bad the promotion is that I didn't know that. They always do it. it okay, it's, but do you know? Like they always do that. That's a that's a yearly. No, like they. I would like to watch more drag racing. I've been playing the NHRA game for the past week. Do you know Perfect. how bad the promotion has to be that I didn't know that it was today? They don't show the on the game that they do it on Labor. I know that. I'm just in general, like social media stuff. You like need that. to stop being so general. We got to be direct to the point. Okay, directly tweet me that the fucking race is today. All right, I got you. We're cussing way too much in this podcast. We're already no, time out. Don't say don't say were. Say you we. Said, you said a cuss word. I've said two. I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. Um. Biggest story from the weekend, Kevin Harvick's car catches fire. Uh, the latest one of the NASCAR stock cars to catch on fire um, in the last kind of string of like five, six races. Uh, my biggest takeaway from it, um, and we'll get to NASCAR not, not throwing the caution early. We'll, we'll get to that. Well, I'll just, let me just start with that. They threw it way too late. Um, I do want to tell people that the TV bar is not the official time of the caution. The drivers here caution before the lights come on and the lights come on before the TV bar goes. And it's not always in succession. So don't, I want to say like, don't in a normal circumstance, read that much into it. But this one certainly looks like NASCAR threw it very late. Yeah, from uh, from the videos that I saw, it it did look like it was late. Like they have, I'm not gonna say that they're the that the bar on the TV graphic is right. No, it's the, it's the third thing that it's the third but, thing that gets turned but, off. But but it is pretty well synced up. Like they have them pretty synced because there's timing and scoring systems nowadays that can sync up to your graphics. They, we, we use it at the high right, school level. As, as early as a year and a half ago, um, it was still, at, it was after they got back to racing after COVID. They, they still had this thing where the TV bar can be late. Uh, oh yeah. I, I held my judgment on that. Um, but 
bad luck for NASCAR. You got look if if we got four radio guys in every corner that are pointing out what's going on on the racetrack and. You can't throw a caution for a guy whose car is on fire and he's stopping the car to get out of it. That's terrible, man. Fix your safety. That's awful. I I don't care about safety. It's like, it's, it looked like formula one out there. It looked like that joke. You know, you got guys running to the car on foot and they're barely jogging. It's like, get to the car, put the fire out and try to salvage some of that car so you can figure out where it burnt up. It, that seriously the, the worst look of the weekend and that's saying a lot for me um yeah i just want to be real like that it, it, there's no there's no excuse for that but i held my judgment because of the yellow bar thing i've now read enough stuff um kevin harvick was pissed enough i they really dropped the ball on not throwing the yellow earlier so let's go back and revisit one of your earlier points in this entire thing. You said that they need to care about safety. Well, they don't. They don't care about safety. That's pretty obvious when they have had hit after hit after hit and drivers pleading their case for why this is brutal, why this new car is taking so many more bigger hits than the old car is but nothing's getting done about it what are are we waiting on is my biggest thing so so going to your whole broad point yeah safety is not at the front is not at the uh at their front of their mind right now well okay listen to me here what what's easier to fix throwing cautions when they happen look, or, or fixing a car to be safer no, I, look at, i'm not no I, and i know damon's not trying to debate me don't don't go after damon for that one i get what he's saying i, I think they should listen to the drivers i'm always a proponent of listening to the drivers it, first off like look at the nfl like they're i don't even want to say the word pansies but they they're very protective of their of their quarterbacks they understand the stars that make the show and you got to be protective of your star drivers and when your star drivers are speaking out you got to listen to them um nascar has done and has not done um both basically uh to their guys i think they need to listen to them more i think that's been an issue but Look at Damon, the first half of the year when we were only talking about the wheels coming off. Have you seen a wheel? Have you seen a loose wheel? Mm. Last eight weeks, maybe one or two. I would say a couple. I I can't remember anything significant happening there. And like, that's, it's, it's weird. I don't, you know, there's no statistical thing about that. that you I can, think, I think the teams got better at it. I think that was a lot yes. of the teams thing. So the teams no. got better, but as far as, as far as the, the statement, I think you're trying to make here is if you're going to listen to the drivers, you can't pick and choose what you're going to listen to. And, and, then try to double down on the statements that you're making. And so you've got all these comments that are getting made on throwing the caution too soon, not throwing the caution soon enough. I mean, hell we had Ricky Stenhouse jr. Brush the wall at the all-star race 
immediately throw a caution. Yeah, well, it's Ricky Hellbreaks. He's like one of the best. He's one of the top five racers in the sport, man. He is, and and all all things and all hell break loose. I like how you just rolled with that. I, absolutely, I'll go with uh, it. Love you. I want to make you feel better about yourself today. <laughs> Thank and, you. And so then you have you have that incident. So people are like, well, you got to slow down on throwing the caution too soon. Slow down on on throwing the caution too soon. Well, then they go out and they don't throw one for a car that's literally on fire. There was more fire than there was car. It was pretty apparent. So they got to figure this out. Yeah, they absolutely do. Um, And I don't think they're, I don't think they're trying to not figure it out. You know, you you think they're, you think they're trying to purposely avoid figuring this out um, because they want to get to the end of the season and driver safety isn't apparent. I think a wholesale change on a wholesale change on cars that they make and they have single source parts, which is not easy. It's not easy. And that that is one of the biggest issues of this car is that all the parts are single source and you can't just fix stuff. And that's going to take me to my next point. I'm just saying I NASCAR would rather have all their drivers safe and sound. I, I promise you that. It's certainly to, to somebody who is been listening to the comments of the drivers and, and watching some of these things, it's not as apparent as it was 10 years ago, because you've got drivers, Kurt Busch getting hurt. You've got Denny Hamlin getting out of an Xfinity race because he was banged up the weekend before you've got drivers who are hurt because of these cars right now or taking bigger hits because of these cars right now, but they're, number one priority is seeming to be the entertainment value instead of the safety factor. I think we're losing sight of what we need to do because we got too many people trying to push, get younger fans, get younger fans, get younger fans. Right. Oh, that, that, that's that, the most annoying bullshit is the 18 to 49 demographic. I agree. That's from, and Adam Stern. It's annoying. I know Adam Stern. Let me finish and I'll let you go. Can I, well, can I like not trash the guy before I like, okay. Adam Stern. I I hate that you make such a big deal of the 18 to 49 thing, but I love your work overall. If someone sends this to you, you hear this because I know he pays attention to stuff. Um, I love Adam's content. I, I love it. I just hate the 18 to 49 demographic from Nielsen ratings because they, dude, Nielsen doesn't even know I exist. Nielsen does not know what kid in a household is watching a race or who's watching it at a bar. I don't, I do not trust Nielsen ratings stuff for shit. I do believe that NASCAR is behind in the F1 on the younger audience, but I don't believe that will continue for the next 45 years. Right. So the, putting such an emphasis on it, I think is ridiculous. And I, I agree. You, you yeah. obviously know my thoughts on that, but I just, I don't want to trash Adam Stern. Um, overall that's you got right. I, I, what, what bothers me is we're, we're pushing this, right. Pushing this, this issue of, uh, of this younger population to watch the sport. And so instead of giving the care to where it actually needs to be, and maybe they are that they're not talking about it. I can't tell you that they're not, but 
it, it certainly does not seem like they are pushing the issue on driver safety near as much as they're pushing the issue on entertainment value. That's fair. And I, I, I think you're always going to push the issue on entertainment value, right? Like your, your floor is you are. pushing it as hard as you can. But are you, tr- are you doing it at the, at the risk of safety? No. Well, in you are now because the cars turn out to be less safe than Bad. hoped at, at appearance, at appearance of driver um, comments. Now, the cars, the cars are not absorbing any hits. Yeah. And it's insane because, you know, you had all this time to develop this car and then COVID obviously here's you know, side side hustled that uh, where the car was delayed and you can't get the parts in that you want to get. Nothing was ideal in building this thing. And I, I hope we don't have a very, very serious incident in the next nine weeks because that would suck. <sighs> Yeah, I, but I, I also just, I don't think it's an easy fix. I, I think I, I, I take, I had a couple weeks ago, Damon, that if it was easy to fix, it would be fixed tomorrow. But I think that they can go back to what they don't, they're reinventing the wheel is what they tried to do here. Right. And Denny Hamlin made a very good point uh, when he was on a podcast a few weeks ago um, saying that they, they meaning NASCAR built a, a boxier IMSA car is what they did. He said, if we're trying to be IMSA, let's race sports cars. If we're not build stock cars, plain and simple. All I want, I mean, and I, and I, I think there's so many right. ways I can start with this. Cause I, what I was telling my dad, like my dad doesn't like Denny Hamlet anymore. <laughs> He's heard Denny Hamlet say too many things he disagrees with. Um, for reference, my dad loved that Ty Gibbs tried to punch Sam Mayer with his helmet on and took him out and took him out after the race, which everyone on NASCAR Twitter hated. <laughs> um, but Denny is so opinionated. I love that he shares it. I love everything. He has every right to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he should be with as being a team owner. And, and I love that aspect of it. If I was going to do a NASCAR career on a, on a PS, whatever video game, I, I would be Denny Hamlin. You know, I, that, that is exactly the direction of my career that I'd want to go. And I love everything that he's doing. Um, he has some tanks sometimes I don't, I don't agree with, but I just love, you know, him putting it out there. Uh, Damon, remind me what he said. I've, I, it, it just, he, I've been, I've been at a family reunion today and I am like six beers at a family. What family reunion, family, what reunion. Okay. Was I saying it wrong? Yeah, it just wasn't coming out in, in straight letters. Uh, I'm, I'm just it was coming. It was coming out in cursive. So it's my, uh, my Pittsburgh accent over here. Yeah, it was coming out in cursive. Um, I it, it, uh, it he basically was just saying that NASCAR built an IMSA car. Okay, no, I got it now. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's made the mountain halves 
the class of the show, right? Those races have been awesome. The road courses have been awesome. The only thing that's ruined is the short courses. And we went on this podcast like 17 weeks in a row and said, this package sucks ass, this 550 package. I don't want to see it again. Get it out of my sight. Anything is better than this. Well, this is what we got. And six races a year, we don't have an answer for right now. But the other 30, they usually kick ass. Darlington kicked ass. But did it did it have to come at the cost of the chassis? The horsepower package has nothing to do with the actual framework of the car. I, okay, look at you know you have single uh, does it single though wheels. I, well, I think from from a dumb standpoint, for me, I it, it appears like it did. I see it doesn't have to. They they think they have the same wheel steering system without the single lug nut. Without you don't have to worry about that though. That's different because that has nothing to do with the actual frame of the car. You're just talking about the body. Are you talking about the body or the chassis? The chassis the, itself, not the parts that go in it, not any of the parts that are around it. I'm talking about the actual frame okay. of the car right. that absorbs the brunt of the hits. Right? Yeah. No, that's that is fair. Uh, and, I think they, they assumed, don't you, that, that this would be a safer car than it is? I think that was kind of the, the hope behind it. That's what and, I'm saying. Like, I don't think they built this car and said, like, hey, the drivers are going to be a little less safe this year until we figure this out. But I think that they knew because remember when they first tested this car and William Byron wrecked it at Fontana before COVID happened? He wrecked the car. I remember, yeah, I remember those issues for and sure. He said, and he said that that was one of the biggest hits he ever had, and all he did was back it into the fence. Don't you think it's wild that we didn't hear that the first 13 weeks? And I'm not I'm not pointing to a conspiracy uh, here. I'm just saying it, that, no, was, not, that was not a talking point. Yeah, yeah, no. it was. It was not as big of a talking point. From who? Who the said it? talking point Bubba did at, that, at Talladega. Kurt Busch that guy's always a liar. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, you, you've got guys. Okay. You right. have those kind of guys. When uh, Byron got wrecked at Darlington by Logano, he said that was not a big hit, but I felt it. Reddick wrecked. He felt it. Justin Haley hit at the Coliseum, and he felt it. So the You need to utilize your memory better. Like That's insane that you just recall all that, because I don't remember any of those comments. They they've all cloudy mind right now. Yes, but I don't think I remember that tomorrow. But I think that they they have come to the surface because of Kurt Busch's hit at, at Pocono. I think that has brought this all to the surface. And so what it's doing is the first 10, 13 weeks of the season, our main focus was why are the tires coming off, right? But we weren't thinking about all the other things that were going on at the same time along with it. Right. And I think, um, I think we came to the conclusion though, like it's the same take from that, that you have this issue that's going on around the series and it's not fixable within a night. 
it's not fixable within a week you got you almost have to write it out and hope it's fine or you have to implement something and if there's nothing to implement there's nothing to implement you know they they know what they're getting into here i think it sucks to to an extent and this will be my last point no you're good good. um i think that the the two can be looked at similarly to an extent how they cannot is the fact that you have um you have something that was uh, that the teams could fix with the wheels falling off that was a team fix thing versus this that is a parts problem or a car problem and the teams don't have the control over fixing that does that make sense yeah it, it and that is the part that kind of sucks and let's transition here to this that we've seen a few cars catch on fire past four or five six weeks the one constant i see in that is they're all forts all of them forts there's been some assumption that maybe they are doing their exhaust systems differently than the toyotas and the chevys and they still don't really know i i would and i'm not gonna assume here but until it happens to a chevy or a toyota and they randomly have a fire in the car i think ford was slow at the start of the season don't you yeah i would say they're still slow they didn't get fast and kevin harvick then when won two races now his car's catching on fire and he's blaming nascar for sending them bad parts i think ford is i I think ford got a little performance kick they want they want more performance every manufacturer does i'm not blaming them and i'm not assuming that they changed their cars to be different than the Chevys or Toyotas. I'm just saying, why are Fords the only cars blowing up? I don't know if there's a direct correlation. Maybe there is. Um, but I I think what it what burned or looked to burn on Kevin's car was an outsourced NASCAR part. Because it was tire buildup. What happened is it was buildup that burned because of the heat from the exhaust. And That's it, what, yeah, they, they said it got into the exhaust, that they put a new part in the exhaust so that the exhaust manifold didn't go from blasting out of the car um, and it, it stopped in case it caved in. And that, right. was, that was one of the issues of fires that they've seen. And that was something they fixed really quickly. And that's what, that's the other part of this is like, that was a fix where they were like, we're going to do this right now and we're going to do it tomorrow. And they did it. And that's what people don't, you know, it's, it's just like this. Like I I ask people for constructive criticism on this podcast all the time. Uh, Maybe don't go to a family reunion and have a couple beers in the afternoon and then get on here and run your mouth completely agree with you uh if we hadn't done a podcast for a week then i'd probably take that off uh doing our best here uh but you're only going to hear the negative comments nascar is not going to get praised for well you you got the exhaust manifold to work right but that was like one of those things that's an easy fix that isn't you know hey this is a huge issue again 
uh, and we, we got to do something else. They, they fixed that part of the issue. It's just that now there's another part of the issue that's not fixed, but it's only happening in Fords. It leads me to believe that there's something correlating there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, and I, I don't think the Ford teams are all that strong. I think Stuart Haas is the worst of the top tier teams. Rick Ware Racing is not it's not a good team uh, in terms of performance. They luck into all their results. They're trying to make money. I, I get the grind, uh, and I applaud them for trying their hardest, I suppose. But the Ford correlation of NASCAR is not good right now. Right. Eric Almirola is like the second best Ford driver. Second best Ford at Stuart Haas. Yeah. He's not the second best Ford driver. Wait, is Penske Ford? Yes. Okay, I've fifth been. best. I'm, this is I've been since about 2013. Yeah, all right, all right. Penske's much better than Stuart Haas, but you, you get what I'm saying with the – there's not many Ford contenders. Right. God, I'm pissed I forgot that. Jeez. I don't know why <laughs> it's going through my head. I was like, they're not Chevy. They're not Toyota, but they're not catching on fire. So they must not be full. Uh, the only other part of the NASCAR race I want to touch on, um, aside from Chase Elliott sucked, Kyle Larson salvaged a lot. Uh, people thought Larson was bringing out a caution himself. People are stupid. You don't see Hendrick Motorsports coming out with like quick, saying conspiracy theorists about our driver fans suck right yeah that's uf1 team that colton hurt is going to drive for next year okay uh <laughs> denny hamlin could have won that race are you surprised as i was that he didn't uh door eric jones at the end um former teammates we we understand that part of it then he's a car owner so he, he gets that part of it as well yeah i don't know uh i would say yes and no um his comments certainly read like i didn't want to make a cheap move to the win in that race yeah which is fair it's this is the round of 16 but those five points are big yeah i don't know i think had it been another playoff driver i think he might have done something a little bit different because he was going to finish the best out of all the playoff drivers. Now, so okay. Now, hold on. Points. Now, hold on. You're right. You're right. But do you think another playoff driver or, or I, I would categorize it as an, another driver that he respects a lot? I think, yeah, I mean, it was Alex, I think if Alex Bowman was leading that race, Denny Hamlin would be right on his door. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's that too. Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, that's, that's tough to say. Someone was in my um, mentions on Sunday saying that Denny's one of the cleanest drivers in the sport. <laughs> oh man. Statistically, that does not I, I show. Like dumb, dumb shit I read, dude. Yeah. Statistically, that's not the case, but it's, I mean, statistically you could probably argue it, but like a case by case basis exactly exhibit you know 75 um see see this yeah absolutely uh are we good on nascar do we want to move on um yeah just happy for jones that's cool for him uh, yeah it, okay i think eric jones is a little boring i don't care he's I, i'm mean? glad for him i know no, he's a, it, I, I wish he would just like get drunk and post a snapchat story 
Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. I know. I he's, he shows some personality, and and I I love it for the dude. It just I I don't I feel like he's missing something. He's like on the line of being electric and not right. So throwing that out there, seeing if anyone agrees. Um, we uh so Sunday we took the uh we took a big extension cord, put the uh TV out by the pool. Took my personal TV down there. Uh, watched the IndyCar race. Watched some of the NASCAR race. Badass stuff. IndyCar. I, I hate Portland. I wish they wouldn't go there. I, I just don't like the track. It's just not as exciting. Um, still more passing than uh, most F1 races this year. Love that aspect. Uh, it just it, it wasn't it wasn't the second race second to last race of the year that I wanted it to be, I guess. Um, I got to say, between Joseph Newgarden, his strategist, and whoever made the call to uh, put on the black tires that aren't as fast, and there's hardly any tire degradation um, in that race, in the Firestones. Firestone almost made too good of a tire. But Newgarden put on black tires at the end when everyone else was wearing reds. Uh, not anticipating that a caution would come out, but regardless, you're in fourth place and the three guys in front of you are going to have red tires on. You know, I don't know if you're throwing a Hail Mary trying to put blacks on and see if they hold up better, but it, they're not, they weren't as fast all day long. There's not one case exhibit that you could say, hey, the blacks are faster than the reds for this guy. You, uh, you would have right. to have you know, a Joseph Newgarden plus Joseph Newgarden is probably one of the best drivers in that series. I'd say top three, no argument whatsoever. And he could not make those work. And I was, I was just like flabbergasted to, for lack of a better term, that they gave him black tires. I have no clue why I still don't. I listened to his quotes post-race Sounded like he had kind of a say in the in the decision, but I don't know who had the ultimate decision making in it. And Joseph's a guy that you know, if someone else effed up, I wouldn't be surprised if he shouldered some of the blame. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, he, I, I he's agree. a team first guy. I just, I, it was probably one of the dumbest calls of the year, and I hope it doesn't cost him a title because his crash at Iowa already cost him a title. Well, um. You know who his strategist is, don't you? Is this someone I'm going to know? Because I, I advocated for them to be fired on Twitter yesterday. No, it, it is. Who is it? He isn't going to get fired either because he can't. It's Tim Sendrick. Oh, my God. His kid's Austin Dillon, but with less haters. Yes. Yes, that's it. That's a good way of putting that, it. That sucks, man. God. Yeah. I hope I, I hope I meet him someday. I'm going to ask him about that race. It was probably it was the dumbest IndyCar call I've seen all year. There was yeah, we was sat there bad. we sat there drinking at the pool all day long with nothing to do. There's like five people at the pool that are not other people there or employees. Mm-hmm. There's like three employees and two other people there. Yeah, and that's. Uh, I should. There was not one instance all day long where the black tires were faster. <laughs> yeah, and, I know. 
Don't don't call me a New Garden fan because I'm trying to remain unbiased. But I love seeing that kid do good. He's awesome. He's a talented motherfucker, and I I am just shocked that they did that, and also shocked that dude was gonna win at Iowa. Car screws up, gets hurt, would have the points lead today, dominating the ovals. I think there should be mo- more ovals on the IndyCar schedule. Should definitely get his second title this year. Uh, we'll see if he comes through next week at Laguna Seca. I'm I'm excited for that race. It's going to be fun. That track kicks ass, and that's probably why you go to Portland this week because uh, it's close. I wish they wouldn't have the championship race on the first NFL Sunday because all the basic ass fans are going to be watching the NFL all day. It's like the IndyCar championships on, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I can't help you there because just have a week earlier. At least the NHRA moved their season opener off the Daytona 500, so that drag racing, drag racing Central won't be tweeting. I can't believe no one's talking about the NHRA today. Yeah, let's yeah, on Daytona 500 Sunday, man. Let, let's not get started on that guy. I almost wanted to fight him today. Whoa, <laughs> wait. <laughs> I got to hear what happened. Well, so they released the schedule and uh, great news for, for both NASCAR fans and drag racing fans. But uh, NHRA is going back to route 66 in Joliet, which is tied to Chicagoland speedway. That keeps uh, racing in that area and the dirt track does. there is also in question. So that that's huge news for us guys. The so. difference is the dirt track and the drag stripped are independently owned versus the track is owned by NASCAR. So that's kind of where the holdup currently is is um we know how nascar runs their their operations when they have tracks uh just see can you you stop there because nascar has a select number of tracks that they own that they don't want to do anything with and it's like if you're not going to race on the fucking track then sell it you dumb shits yeah that's that's what i was and i'm sorry for cussing so much in this podcast but my god my god yeah I, 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 I trash on F1 enough. I have to, I have to like myself. I have to say something about this for NASCAR. I agree because it's agree ridiculous. To own, it's ridiculous to own these tracks that are amazing facilities in terms mm-hmm. of what a common racetrack is. Go to, go to like six world of outlaws races that aren't big events that are like one day shows and you'll have an appreciation for Chicagoland and Iowa Speedway and the fact that you own it and your series is racing on it and IndyCar's not even racing at Chicagoland because no one works there. IndyCar had to bring everyone from Detroit to Iowa to run that whole weekend. They knocked it out of the park and you still haven't said anything about Iowa Speedway. Like it's, it's a slap in the face, man. It sucks. It does. I hope they, I hope they do something about it and me, bitching about it sorry isn't going to fix it for nascar they're not going to listen to me but i I hope enough people say that and still watch the series because it's one thing to say it and and say you're going to boycott the series okay well not watching nascar and complaining about how bad they are isn't going to help right watching it in in trying to figure out what would be better uh, is a much better avenue for it, but I'm, so, I'm sorry that this is a whole tangent here. But yeah, seriously, like 
let's let's get some damn racing at Chicagoland because it sucks for them. It it really it really sucks for Chicagoland. It does. It'll be nice to have the drag races back there, uh, May nineteenth through twenty one. So excited for that, dude! Let's 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 go to that and then let's go to the Indy five hundred next year. Yeah, you'll be out. You'll be out of school, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. We'll see. We'll Are see. you in the national title? I I hope so. We'll find let's out. Get, let's get an NJ <laughs> bowling coach. Or is it D three? Uh, we're NAIA. Thank God. I'm sorry. I don't take any of that personally. If that was offensive, <laughs> let's get let's get an NAIA bowling championship for Damon. It'd be fun. I'll, I'm, I promise we're coming down. I'm going to bring <laughs> we're going to, we're going to scream and shout when I, is it like, a okay, I got to ask this. Is it like a quiet please thing when the opposing team? No, it's scores? loud. Oh, I, no, it's loud. I got you. I got you. I am yeah, going to say loud. the most out of pocket crap at the opponents. <laughs> I got you. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it with another team shirt on so that they get penalized. There you go. There you go. That works out. <laughs> but yes. Um, I, did I interrupt the take of yours? No, I was just saying, I'm glad to see that. Drag okay. racing yeah, back. Yeah. And they open the season. Uh, I think it's March 9th at Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love Gainesville too. Uh, I've won yeah, every year, great. every year at Gainesville on the NHRA video game. Uh, love that track. I love that. They take a week off in between. They kind of ease into the season a little bit. I, I, I understand like, Hey, there's a season opener. Let's get to racing the week after. I don't think that's ever helped anybody. Do you Damon? No, no, I think you gotta, um, I think you gotta market the season opener as a huge event. Yeah. It'll be different because this will be the first time that they've, uh, not the first time they did it this year, but this will be really the first big time that they've done it, uh, at Gainesville with full, full marketing and everything. So we'll see. This is their first season opener at Gainesville. Yeah. They normally really? at Pomona. It'll be, I think it's actually like their second or third. But okay. Yeah. They, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. That's sweet. Yeah. Um, I remember there's a episode of, it wasn't drag racing, but Scooby-Doo, uh, did like a race car episode. They went to Gainesville and like, that's how yeah. I learned what Gainesville was. That was like, and I, I've watched the Gator nationals and I was like, that's such a cool name for a race. I think it's, I'm gonna listen. I, I think I'm gonna listen back to this episode and hate it or love it. But like, you guys are getting, <laughs> you guys are getting the pure like me right now. Um, <laughs> how many beers? And I am. I hope I uh, hope you enjoy awesome. it. I hope I hope I'm not being too much of a bitch. Uh, I, we've said enough cuss words <laughs> that I'm over the yeah. line of apologizing for it or not. Um, just yeah. don't don't like. I cuss sometimes. I played hockey growing up. I've heard way worse than what I'm saying, and you're getting the filtered me, which is really bad. <laughs> There's yeah, everything right. I I think you should just teach all the kids cuss words and just tell them not to say it till they're 18. That's just me. <laughs> there uh, you go. Let's let's sling some dirt. Well, do you want to talk? You t- let's talk NHRA US Nationals actually break it down. Antron Brown, Antron Brown is in the playoffs, my buddy. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, big, big day for him. I um, love him. 
it was just exciting. You know, it's his first U.S. Nationals win as a team owner, uh, you know, and, and so getting – I think he's now got three of them, one on a bike and two in a top fuel car. Did he transition from bike to top fuel? He did. He did. That's nuts. You can't even do that on the video game. You can't even race no. a bike. No, you cannot. I thought that was weird, but yeah, no, you cannot. Yeah, it has so the the bike class hasn't fallen off or anything, right? No, they had twenty three bikes there this weekend. Yeah, I thought it was weird that you could race like a. It was like you could race a, the first. The opening class is like the fifth class down, so it's like your baseball low A, low A, low single A. Yep, and you can race like a police car Camaro kind of looking thing or like a super truck. Yep. I accidentally clicked super truck and I didn't preview the truck. It looked kind of boring for me. I don't like oh, the see, I as much. I, well, I still ended up doing it. I did it on accident. Yeah. See, I would have done it. It's only led to my frustrations with this game. <laughs> Good to know. Well, it's, I'm blowing up engines left and right, Damon. And it's <laughs> I'm just That's like, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to reach so many sponsorship goals and win a title. And I think I'm still there. I'm just not making any money at all. Um, for those at home listening to Damon is in the midst of a fantasy draft. How's it going? Um, it's going all right. Not like Who's your first pick. My first pick was Derrick Henry. Oh, tractor Cito. Okay. My uh, my running back room is stacked right now. Yeah, Brees Hall too. No, I have a Alvin Kamara. I don't think you're going to lose this league. Quite honestly, I don't think so. But I've seen worse things happen. Well, I can't point into anything worse in the NHRA. Uh, Ron Caps won today. Loved it. Yep. Matt Smith is the sandals guy, right? Yep. He won today. Loved that. Uh, Greg Anderson driving, driving Greg the uh, Greg Anderson. Anderson.com car. That old ass dude still alive. Yep. He had a, he had a milestone uh, day too. We're having a milestone episode. Yeah, 100, 100 he, had, right? he won win 100. Correct. So I'm going to win every race for four years on the video game, and I got him beat. Four and a half. There you go. You're already done. You don't have to do anymore. Well, I'll be doing it at this rate because I can't make any money. (laughs) That's fair. Every week I come out and I'm losing money. I I was like, I'm blowing too many engines. I'm going to go buy, like, the defensive engines that don't cost as much and don't put out as much power and see if that works. It didn't. So I'm back to this. <laughs> now I don't have any grip. Yeah. Yeah. You'll figure it out. No, if, you were, my, if you were my crew chief, if we were sitting here and I gave you an edible and said, we're going to sit here and have a, have a night and you're going to tell me what to do on this game. You'd be wondered. You, you would not know what to do. I guarantee it, Dan. Probably. There's get, to a good the, chance get to the pro mod, yeah. get to the pro mod class and let me know what you think. And don't go bang. Yeah, that's the goal. If you if you the get to two hundred fifty thousand, if you get to two hundred fifty four thousand dollars, do not buy the 
the R and D pack for the next thing up because you make money in the next race. You you deep yeah. the season and that's it. Yeah, you you kind of have to have money to keep going. I might do that the season after this though because I made money doing that on accident. <laughs> and then you were like, "Why do you? Why did you bankrupt yourself?" It's like I didn't mean to. I want to know why you bankrupt yourself too. That's a great question. Well, because the budget comes back every week, and it does. It includes money that's already been spent and received. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, what, it does. What do you mean I lost money this week? Oh, it's because I bought an engine. Like, yeah, okay. You bought everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I try to go faster. <laughs> My account. He just he doesn't even like think about that stuff. The guy's just like, no. I'm just like, hey, buy this. Okay, sounds good. He's not looking Are, at all Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I could help you. I really can't. I, I can't. All right. Well, we've... So, World of Outlaws are at Grays Harbor tonight. We're recording before it. I'm sorry. If something happens, I will record like a five-minute thing before this if something drastic happens. Um and if you're hearing this now and I sound insensitive about the drastic thing that happened, I'm sorry. My bad. But I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that big. Uh, so we are before that, but Houston's ran their championship last night. Um, Aaron Reitzel uh, tried to do way too much, went under three wide, went under a lap car, uh, slid up into Austin McCarl. About Austin almost flipped. Uh, he wrecked Austin. Austin couldn't race the rest of the race. Uh, it sucks for him. Austin had the title in his hands for Houston. Uh, but Aaron Reitzel got into him. Austin lost the title. Brick Tattnall ended up winning the title. I have a lot of takes on it. Damon, I don't know if you watched the race. Was that enough? background yeah that's pretty good background i'll watch i have another i have another take i'll say after this one but i i i just think aaron was trying to do too much and gets you know things under pressure i don't think he took out austin on purpose which Mm -hmm. i think people don't get in their head very much i i would understand austin being very mad about it i would be very mad as well uh i i just think you know like with guys and stuff and reputations and Brooke Tattnall got into a guy earlier in the race, ended up winning the championship there. Uh, he said after the race that he was planning on retiring if he didn't win the championship. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting because I knew he was kind of dialing it back because of his kid uh, getting older and stuff. But, you know, I didn't think it was like a win the championship and keep going or lose it and retire kind of thing. And he lucked into it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I didn't get to see a whole lot of it. Just saw the highlight of a McCarl and, and Reitzel getting together. This is the bigger take I have of it. Um, they restarted with three laps to go. Uh, Houston's and it's this is not a Houston centric problem, at least for the first part of this take. But the Houston's did a good job of telling the fans what the point situation was like. Houston's did not, and and I don't know a track that does this, but you know they have race race evers, right? Mm-hmm. 
they have stuff in their ear that's like, hey, here's what's going on. Here's where this guy needs to be. They have one-way radios to the official's tower. The official's tower should absolutely be telling them what the point situation is on a championship night at bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Justin Henderson should not find out after the race that he was three points away from winning the title and would have won it had he passed Mark Dabmeyer for first. That, right. should not, that should not even be in question. That should be something that is relayed to him. And the fact that it wasn't is ridiculous to me. I, I think that's, and again, I'm not just attacking usage here, but dirt racing has been very, very bullish on not bringing technology into the sport to the point of where you could have a, a, a much different race. I'm not trying to say better in every aspect, but a much different race for the title. And especially in that situation, I think there should be guys on, on the officials radio telling them what the situation is. Yeah. This is a championship car. This isn't, this is a guy who can win the title. You are not, if you are not a guy that can win the title, Try not to try anything. Sure. Go yeah, on, on the right. You know, I, in, again, uh, the Aaron thing, I don't think Aaron was trying to wreck Austin. I don't think he was trying to slide all the way up there. I think he got a little loose. It's whatever. It, it sucks for Austin. It, it, it completely changed things up. But I do think those championship contenders should be race cleaner. And I do think the championship contenders should know what the situation is going in and during throughout the race. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I can't, I I can't deny any of it. I I think you've got to, um, you definitely have to at least give an idea. So, so people know what's going on around them. Yeah, the only the weird thing is the fans know more than the drivers do. Right. What situ- you know, what sport are we what sport is that like what sport does that happen in? Yeah, poker? it doesn't. World Series of Poker. That's that's about it. Card game. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. It sucks. I I also hate and I'll save this for another week, but qualifying in heat races should not pay points especially on championship night. It's a qualifying race. Your format probably sucks. Your inverts probably suck. Don't give points out for qualifying in heat races. Line them up. The finishing order is the points. Yep. And, I, you know, whoever the last A main car is, subtract the same position. Every position should be the same amount of points. Yep. B main... Just same amount of points down. First or first non-transfer in the B main should be if it's two points per position, two points under the A guy. Sure. I I don't know. I just think that's the best way to do it. Um if anyone wants to sell me a racetrack, I'll clean it up real quickly. Just send <laughs> me a checkbook and I'll do my best. There you go. God, I hate that I, I hate that I didn't didn't get you off your uh off your throttle there. <laughs> I, I'm, I appreciate, I take it as a sign of like, that was a solid take from Connor because it really was. Nothing like, to say. I, I really don't have anything to say. It's not your worst idea yet. 
Yeah, it's it's not even like an idea. It's just like the technology exists. Use it. Yeah. You know, you know I I get like sprint cars have never had rear view mirrors. Okay. Yep. You know, you could. It might prevent something. But yep. I, I get why they don't have them. It's fine. It doesn't really prevent that much. Two-way radio, spotter stands. You know, not every track's going to have a spotter stand or, you know, like fence off part of the stands for spotters. You know, I get what goes into that. But you have the technology to tell any guy, any driver, you know, tell Justin Henderson, hey, if you, Justin Henderson currently trails Brooke Tattnall by three points in the championship, Justin runs second, Brooke runs third. Uh, Basically, if Justin passes, mark for first or passes the 13 they like to use numbers passes the 13 car for first then uh he would be in a spot to win the title blah 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 blah. right you know i i just think that's i agree no i i completely agree with it that's good at least i didn't make a fool of myself on this podcast no you didn't (laughs) Surprisingly enough, you did not. Max Verstappen's chasing the uh, world record win total for F1 wins, uh, which is only accessible through racing in F1. Um, but I will beat it on my video game if you donate money to me. So Venmo me there. Do we have anything else, Tim? I'm good, man. I it was a good a good weekend. I thought so too. Um, this weekend, we're going to preview it later in the week. Uh, Tuscarora 50, Gold Cup Race Champions, World 100. Carson Hosevar is racing the World 100. You see that? I did see that. That'll be cool to see. I'm excited for that. Uh, Cy Hawk Week for all the Iowa State fans listening to us out there. Um, amped, amped as hell for that. I know it's Boone Super Nationals Week. I'm going to have a big rant later in the week. I figured it would be better to do it. <laughs> pretty so <laughs> they'd get they'd get the rough end of the stick to that yeah i don't yeah. like i don't like doing events uh the week or the day of the cyhawk game um i've told my sister's uh dance recital organizer that she's an idiot for <laughs> having anything the a practice it was a practice for the recital that's supposed to happen later in the year i said it's idiotic that you have it on that saturday and she goes what do you mean <laughs> i said every other island is at hyvee in the morning in their at their home at night right so that's that's how it goes and boom super nationals I'll pay attention to you at some point. Uh, just move your race off Cyhawk date, please. Fair I'd enough. Love I'd love to. I don't watch I don't watch, I don't pay attention to IMCA races all year long. I would love to watch the biggest race that they have on a standalone date where we can appreciate it and pay attention to it. And if you want to bitch about all the people yelling about global warming, well, go later in the year. Yep. It's getting hotter. Let's go. All right. Thank you all for listening. This is episode 75. Uh, We'll do, we'll do it up big for a hundred. I don't think we're big enough for milestones yet. I like milestones, but we got to get there first. A hundred. What are you going to do? Break up with me? Damon. 
I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Thank God. Oh, God. Some mixed nope. signals over here from Damon. No, no, no mixed signals. You're stuck for a while with me. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll be at 100 soon. We're, uh, we'll do something big for that, or we'll do something at Knoxville when the season comes around um, and celebrate it then instead of uh, in the winter. But appreciate you all listening, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. Send me constructive criticism. Send me uh, any counter takes you have to me or Damon's takes. Damon was not as hot tonight. Uh, we'll do it. We'll do it up big Wednesday or Thursday too, and uh, make sure we get Damon off his rocker. There we go. All right, works for me. Thanks, guys. Uh, enjoy your week. Have an amazing uh, four day week, and uh, hopefully, you're cheering on the Cyclones on Saturday.